You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here, Still Breathing, The Wisdom and Teachings of a Perfectly Flawed Man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com. BarnesandNoble.com or any other major book retailer. Check that out today. I think you guys like the book. Also, shout out to everybody who uh, decided to subscribe yesterday on Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. I noticed. Thank you so much. You, you are amazing patriots and I appreciate it. This is the lifeblood of our broadcast. This is how we re- maintain our independence from anybody owning this show other than yours truly. So, this show belongs to me, and it belongs to you, and that's it. Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. If you love the show, but you want to download it, you can now do so via podcast by going to bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show, and you can get a hold of this podcast available usually by about 4 or 5 o'clock Eastern time, courtesy of magical producer Trevor. All right, everybody. Good morning, happy Friday. Oh my God, it's the 4th of August already. I hope you guys are having an incredible week. I know I am. I feel so much better now. Oh, I was so angry yesterday. I was really annoyed. I'm glad we were able to have fun yesterday on the show, but my goodness, I was like, that's how I felt. Because uh, what they are doing to President Donald J. Trump is absolutely disgusting. Reprehensible as Bill Burr would say. Yeah, it was reprehensible. It was disgusting. But he just, he's like this. Oop, oop, oop. He's mocking him. He's trolling him. Not scared of you. Don't care. Don't, I have no fear in my heart. You don't scare me. <sighs> Swing and a miss over and over and over again. And uh, Maga woke up today and was like, okay, so he got indicted again. Let's roll. Okay, let's roll. And that's what we've done since we woke up this morning. I think last night, I think there was an adjustment. You kind of take that shot, you're a little pissed off, which is why I wanted to share a couple of memes with you this morning to open the show. First, we had the Lauren Eve, super dank, uh, Tony Soprano, Donnie J. Trump meme. And then we transitioned that right into a camtastic, absolute fire meme. Feeling good right now. Hitting on all cylinders, the meme team on fire. We have identified new targets. Climbing up the food chain. Uh Uh-oh. If I were a rich asshole who was funding a bunch of scumbags on social media and was trying to stay anonymous, I just like to be in the background. I would be, my little butthole would be puckering this weekend because people who don't want to be famous but are super rich and are essentially sowing discord in this country, we have, uh, we found you. We found you. If you're wondering what kind of people would fund the retards that are pushing DeSantis, it's not necessarily coming from the Super PAC or Team DeSantis officially. It's going in a roundabout way from somewhere else, and we're going to have a blast with that. Not today on the show. Doing a little recon right now. Just sending out a warning shot. Uh, we know who you are, and uh, you're not anonymous anymore. So we'll be talking about that probably by early next week, probably by Tuesday, Wednesday. I'd be shocked if we're not having a full-blown conversation. That being said, it's been an incredible, incredible week for MAGA. President Donnie J. Trump continues to climb in the polls. 
and it didn't matter that they indicted him again. As a matter of fact, it's going to drive him even higher in the polls. And according to our president, <laughs> I love Trump. Trump is the ultimate troll. Imagine you are a deep state scumbag and you've waited. You have waited years for this moment. And you're like, we've got him. He is scared. He is so upset. And then he's just like, yeah, maybe uh, I need one more indictment to ensure my election. And then that comes out of true social. And you're just like, what, what's he mean? Like, if you read this and you're a leftist, you have to be questioning, why is he so confident? Well, wait, I don't understand. But we indicted him. He's, why isn't he scared? He had to go to D.C. Shouldn't he be? Why isn't he upset? This is upsetting. He should be upset. Oh, he's not upset. But why isn't he upset? It doesn't make sense. This should be the scariest moment of his life. And it's almost like he's laughing at us. Why would he be laughing at us? We are, we've got him though. This is the end. The walls are closing in. This is a, we have a department of justice is going to get him. They said they're going to get, they even indict him. They're, he's facing all kinds of scary things. Why isn't it working? Why is he not upset? Oh, these dumbasses. They have no idea what they're doing. They don't even understand what they're doing. They don't understand that they are tugging on Superman's cape. And Superman is still having fun. He's just toying with these idiots. And that's got to be very demoralizing if you're a psychotic leftist. So we're going to cover this on today's show. It's going to be incredible. All right. So yeah, they're going after President Trump. They indicted him. Boogity boogity. Scary, scary. I was angry. I was very angry, actually. Where's my thing not working? Hold on. I'm, I'm downloading another uh, video for you guys I thought I had, but I didn't. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Uh, did I get it? Oh, I got it. Come on. Download it, you stupid thing. It doesn't want to download. I never know what it's doing. All right, I think this is working right now. I'll leave it be. Anyway, uh, we started the day yesterday angry, upset. Um, why wouldn't we? President Trump getting indicted. It's not right. You shouldn't be doing this to this man. He's a good man, great man, wants to save America. But you knew there was something about the way he was approaching it that made you feel a lot better. And that was, frankly, the fact that his team was shit posting right up until the moment they walked into court. And you kind of knew, you're like, wait a minute. Why is DJT swagging on these people? heading into the courtroom. He knew. He knows. He's not scared of shit. He is not scared of shit. And uh, and that should pretty much make them very scared. He's extremely confident. He's, ex he's I would borderline excited. If I could get this video, I would show you guys. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with my video. <laughs> my downloader's not working, guys. Can somebody rip this for me? I'm going to rip it. Let me, let me send it to the meme team. Somebody can help me. My downloader bot just stopped working all of a sudden. I'm going to send it to Lauren. She's the best. She's like really fast. Lauren, I sent you a thing because I don't know how to do the thing. I did. Thank you, honey. You're the best. Lauren's like, I got you. Don't worry about it, dude. I know. I was trying. It was just not working. I was wanted to show the people how calm and collective and, and how much fun President Donnie J was having. Let's see. Lauren will rip it for us really quick, guys. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, he went into the courtroom, and he, like I said, his team was posting the entire time. Uh, they're posting up videos from the plane. They're posting up videos going into the courtroom. They're posting up videos on the way in. And then they uh, and then they were posting videos afterward. But President Trump went in, 
He pled not guilty, obviously. They let him go. My friend Joey Manorino made a point this morning, by the way, that I thought was super interesting, and it, it is worth discussing. If these charges are super serious, and, and this is really something that we've got to be worried about, right, as far as if you're the DOJ. If it's legitimate, and you believe that Donald J. Trump tried to overthrow the U.S. government, and you actually believe that, and you actually had a case that could prove that, wouldn't you have, like, impounded all of his jets and helicopters and planes? Don't we find it a little strange? And Joey pointed this out this morning. I thought it was a very great, uh, a really succinct point he put on Twitter. Wouldn't, oh, thank you, Lauren. I got our video, guys. It doesn't make sense to essentially say that this guy is an enemy to democracy and he's going to bring down democracy and it's the end of the country. Yet the DOJ in, in, uh, indicts him and a judge is like, yeah, go ahead and keep your planes and your helicopters and uh, any other means of transportation abroad and or within. Come on. Wh who are you fooling here, okay? You're not fooling shit. And it's a great point because he did. He left. He walked out of there. He fucking strided out of there looking like a boss. And we haven't gotten a lot of videos of Trump like this recently. And what I mean is it gave me a, a flashback. You understand me? It gave me a flashback, and I got to tell you, because we used to do this every day, and I, every day I'd come on to this show, and I'd tell you how spoiled you were. I'd come on every single day, and I'd go, enjoy this. Enjoy what you're watching. Love this. Take it in. What am I talking about? I'm talking about when DJT would do that thing where he walks off of a plane or he walks out of a building, and he'd stride over to the fake news media. He'd stride on over. How are you guys doing? And then he'd just start in, right? He'd start in and you'd be like, there's Trump. And he'd do it every day. He loved doing it. He wanted to talk to the public. What, what I think a lot of people thought it was, oh, he likes the media. No, dude, he likes talking to you and me. He wanted to come and say something to us. And he would just glide on over. <laughs> he'd walk over. And he did it yesterday. And it was literally the most Trumpian presidential thing I've seen in three years. I haven't seen this. And he walked out of that courtroom and he fucking did it again. Well, thank you very much. This is a very sad day for America. And it was also very sad driving through Washington, D.C. and seeing the filth and the decay and all of the broken buildings and walls and the graffiti. This is not the place that I left. It's a very sad thing to see it. Uh, when you look at what's happening, this is a persecution of a political opponent. This was never supposed to happen in America. This is the persecution of the person that's leading by very, very substantial numbers in the Republican primary and leading Biden by a lot. So if you can't beat him, you persecute him or you prosecute him. We can't let this happen in America. Thank you very you much. Want DJT. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, man, that was such a presidential Trump. We haven't seen that in a few years because they don't give him many opportunities like this. And you love to see it. You love to see it. You love the umbrella. You love the fucking suit. But I'll tell you what you love more than that. You love this. You head back to Bedminster. You lose the tie. Tie comes off. Got another indictment, feeling like a fucking hoss. 
Time to have a party. So he uh, he stops by a wedding at Bedminster, and uh, he pops over to say hello. And as a man who's had the president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, the legend, uh, tell him repeatedly that his wife is beautiful, I know exactly how the groom was feeling here. You're like, thanks, sir. I know I did good, right? Yeah, that's uh, it's exactly how I felt. It's exactly how I felt. He's like, oh, she's beautiful. You're beautiful. Great wife. Great wife. Beautiful wife. Good job. I know. Thank you, sir. Yep. I know. What can I say? I know. I can sit at the table now because I didn't bring an ugly pig wife. I brought a beautiful wife. Yeah. No, of course. Absolutely, sir. Yes, let's sit down and discuss things. What do you want to talk? Politics? Economics? You want to shit post a little? <laughs> and I get you in the door. What's the secret handshake with Donald J. Trump? Bring a smoking hot wife so he doesn't have to deal with some fucking heifer? <laughs> Just kidding. But seriously, you gotta love Trump. You love Trump. Does he seem super scared, guys? I don't know. Just He's facing 500 plus years in prison. And I gotta be honest with you. It's like he doesn't seem to really, I don't know. Maybe someone hasn't explained the charges. Perhaps he's like, no one's told him how scary the charges are. Do you think that's what it was? Why is he so calm? It's almost like he's like, uh-huh. Oh yeah, that's cute. I low-key thought he was going to wipe his ass with the fucking paperwork in the courtroom. He was like, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, not guilty. Get fucked. Walks out. Strides out like Donnie J does. Because that's what Donnie J Trump does. You're never going to rattle this guy. You're never going to rattle him, dude. You just can't. You're not going to see him sweat. It's like, I don't give a shit. You do what you do. I'm going to do what I do. We'll see what happens. He loves the game. He's just out here having fun with this shit. He's like, all right. It made me feel so happy. When I saw him come out of the courtroom, my whole attitude changed about that thing yesterday. It's true. When I saw him come out of the courtroom and he came and spoke to the media, and he's like, this place is a shithole. <laughs> he's like, what the hell happened in DC? This is disgusting. Who's taking care of this place? It looks so bad since I left, and he's right. But uh, that's when you knew. Like, his focus wasn't even the charges against him. First thing on his mind was, Jesus. You guys live in squalor. How do you live like this? <laughs> He's not scared of their shit. The thing that is so weird about this too is there's all these assholes who are like pseudo intellectuals that they love to go in and they will, they will like try and do this. Like, I guess they do what I do, right? But they do it really badly, which is they try to take video or they try to take paperwork. And even, and most of them are lawyers. You got to understand what you're looking at. Lawyers... Lawyers are, are, 
only as good as the client, okay? When you have a really shit client, the lawyer struggles. When you have a great client and a great lawyer, you can, you've got a really great team. That's Donald Trump. But they've got all these assholes who are on television now and they're supposed to be lawyers. And if they're not lawyers, then they have hosts that rely on what lawyers tell them about how serious this is. The problem is lawyers deal in the world of the like, they deal in theory, okay? Like they deal in theory, they deal in, but there's this other part that nobody wants to address, which is there's a human element to everything we do. And there are theories and it's true. There's a theory here and a theory there. And it's like essentially, okay, well this law says this and this case law says that and they formulate these stupid fucking opinions and they're all up their own ass. But what they don't realize is there are people that are smarter than them. This is why lawyers tend to have more blind spots. The only, the only kind of a, a profession I've noticed with more blind spots about their own bullshit, aside from lawyers, are doctors. They're the, they're the two, like, where if they're really good and they stay grounded, they can be incredible people. But if they're up their own ass and they don't have enough interaction with, like, regular people, they lose themselves up their own asses, and then they start believing all the crap that they tell themselves. They're like, well, I read this in a book. I, I memorized it. It was in a thesis paper I wrote. It's just like, shut the fuck up. Like, life is not that rigid, and as much as you want to believe you have a firm grip on what's happening, you don't. You don't understand. There's a whole hidden world that these cunts don't want to talk about. There's the world of everything you see, and then there's the world of everything you don't see, and they, it absolutely exists. It's 100% equal. And so what I'm saying is a guy like Donald Trump is a master of all the things you don't know exists. Energy, momentum, speed, thought, like he operates over on this side. That's haven't you ever wondered how a guy like this has the ability to pair a vision, which is the artistic side of things when it comes to production or building like a lot of his designs, those are Donald Trump. Donald Trump looks and he goes, I think I can put a building like this and it'll look like that and it'll look beautiful, right? And in his mind, he's using the artistic part of the brain. But what you guys don't understand is it's the other side that he's doing simultaneously that makes him a true genius. It is very rare to take somebody with an artistic vision for something and to look at it and have a very, or, or a very sort of uh, holistic view of the world and then pair it with an ultra analytical mind that's capable of doing high finance, understanding how the deal works. Okay, I can fund it here with this money there and I'll bridge it there and I'll get it paid out here and this will be my exit here. Doing that while designing a building all while he's standing like this overlooking a job site. This is how it works. This is why he doesn't, he doesn't, like a lot of people don't understand what he's how he can do what he does. He does this in politics though. He can push on this side of the, the lever, right? From an analytical standpoint, he understands the legalese of what he is and isn't and has, has and hasn't done while simultaneously orchestrating the production. He's never stopped in his mind presenting himself as the president of the United States to the public. Haven't you guys noticed? Let me explain. The world stops when Donald Trump comes to your town. It doesn't matter what city it is. It stops. He's got 40 fucking cars of security around him. 
guiding him in. New York City, stop. Miami, stop. South Carolina, the whole state, stop. Anywhere he goes, that energy arrives and you can see it coming. It's like, who the fuck is that? Oh, it's Caesar. Caesar has arrived and you can see it coming down the fucking, the rumbling of the cars, the flags. When was the last time you saw that for Obama? When on, I'm not joking. I'm making a a larger point. Barack Obama was allegedly one of the most popular presidents we ever had. How come that doesn't happen when he shows up at, you know, wherever he's at, you know, the bathhouse or whatever. How come there's not the 50 fucking security and, and a big giant procession of people? Don't you ever notice it doesn't happen that way for anybody else, including Joe Biden? This is the difference. This dude gets it. He's do, he's putting on an entire production and he understands the value of that. It's to, it's to maintain the hierarchy within your mind of how important he is. Like, you can't let it go. You're like, yeah, that guy's still the president. Not literally, you guys know what I mean. But you're like, that's still the guy. That's the guy. That is the guy. That's the leader this country needs. That's the man. My life was better when that guy was fucking gliding around town, shaking hands, kissing babies. And he did it yesterday. He rolled in like a boss. Rolled out like a boss. Took a shit on the fucking D.C. Uh, you know, government. Was like, what are you doing? Place looks like shit. Fix it. Deuces. Heading to a party. And that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, it, it's a whole different level. And, and that's all Trump, by the way. That's all Trump. That's the way that he operates. He understands the spectacle and the importance and the presentation. I once spent a lot of time on this show in 2018 when people were like, oh, it's the corner of my bedroom. And then in 2019, I moved into the studio finally. And I used to tell people the legend of Trump is as important as the actual reality of Trump. That the legend needed to be carried forward. It was part of my approach to how I chose to discuss and cover Donald Trump publicly because I understood what he was trying to do. He's Paul Bunyan. He's Gandhi. He's, he's turning himself into something totally different because when you do that, the ideas that you espouse live on forever. That's where you can actually affect change well after you're gone. And Donald Trump knew, I must become a legend. I must create something that American men can strive for. And, 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 I, and I look at it and go, that's what I want. I want a beautiful wife. I want beautiful children. I want my own business. I want my own plane. I want friends. And I want laughing and smiling in my own brand. And I want to become someone influential. The legend of Donald J. Trump is almost more important than the reality of Donald J. Trump. But the reality of Donald J. Trump is actually secretly, quietly, Bigger than the legend of Trump so far. Eventually, one day, they'll all, be, they'll all make sense. And that's the part that's so important is, is he works day and night for that. And the momentum is on our side. They just arrested him again. And he's antagonizing. He's like, I just need one more to guarantee I'm the president. We, we are 15 months. 15 months? August, September, October. Yeah, 16 months. 
We're like 15, 16 months from the 2024 election. This is what they've got? Shitty case law? This is what this is what they have. We'll try and cost him a lot of money and distract him. They don't realize that Donald J. Trump's capable of walking and chewing bubblegum at the same time. They thought, well, we don't have to come up and they can't out-idea him. That's a big problem. That is a really big problem, and, it, and we're seeing it more and more. They're even saying that, dude, I might even have an article on it. Hold on. This, what's crazy, here we go. Democrat fear grows over massive grassroots fundraising hit. The lack of grassroots engagement is a warning sign for Biden ahead of a tough election cycle. Ready? The threat of Donald Trump, once a huge driver of Democratic fundraising, is not motivating donors like it used to. You're fucked. The Democrat Party isn't afraid of Trump anymore because they lived with Trump and they realized it was pretty awesome. It doesn't mean they're going to support him openly or vocally, but it means they're not going to give money to you. So if you can't scare people from Trump, then that means the burden is on you to figure out how to motivate them to vote for Joe. Good fucking luck. Quick, what's the Democrat platform? We'll give you a chance to murder babies again. We'll make it so you don't have to pay your student loans. Which already got struck down. We'll let all of those illegal immigrants that live in your neighborhood stay. Their fundraising is starting. They're starting to panic. People aren't afraid of Trump. If you're not afraid of Trump. You're one step away from being comfortable with Trump. Got to understand the path that we're traveling down. There's Trump is Hitler. Then there's Trump works for Russia. Okay, he's not Hitler and he wasn't, he didn't work for Russia. Then there's Trump is going to cause World War III. And then he didn't, he actually made us all safer. Then it was Trump is going to crash the economy and the economy took off. Then there was Trump is a hardened criminal. He's super scary and he's trying to overthrow the government, but we're going to let him keep all of his money, his passports and all of his planes and, and everything else to get out of town. The Democrat party, even if you don't agree with Trump, you're like, he's not going to do any of that stuff. It means you go from, I'm scared of Trump and what he might do to me and my family to, I don't like Trump because I don't like his rhetoric. Okay, he's not that bad. I still don't like his rhetoric, but he's not scaring me anymore. Okay, I don't like him, and I don't like what he did with for women's reproductive rights. And I'm not really a fan of how he's going to deport people, but I really liked being safe, and I liked the job opportunities I had under Trump, and I liked when gas was cheap. Do you see what I'm saying? You just keep slowly moving away from this ridiculous boogeyman they tried to create for Donald Trump. And as that happens, 
He's picking up thousands of votes along the way from people that maybe voted against him last time. The scariest thing for these assholes, like, okay, let's just do basic math. Just basic math. If Donald Trump turns out 95% of his previous vote, I think it'll be 100, but let's say it's 95 of the previous voters, 95%, they come back, all right? But remember that 18% of Democrats and independents that said they would have voted for Trump had they been aware of Hunter Biden's laptop? What if he just got 10% of that 18 this time? He's won the election. Assuming he picks up no new voters, he just got 95% of the previous voters and 10% of that 18% who said, I wish I would have known about the Hunter Biden laptop, I would have voted for Trump. And now you're at 105% of his last voter turnout and you win. And that's assuming that the economy doesn't inspire more people to vote for him. That's assuming that these trials that scared the shit out of a bunch of normal people don't come out and vote for him. This is where people aren't like doing the basic math. There's no path for Trump to win. Dude, the silent majority is gonna be bigger than you've ever seen in your life in 2024. It's gonna shock you. It is going to fucking shock you, the silent majority turning out. Forget everybody telling you R's and D's. Trump plus like 10 to 15 over Biden with independent voters, it's over. 10 to 15 fucking points leading with independence, a group he lost to Biden. It's over. It is mathematically fucking over. Do you understand? Everyone's like, and remember, they all make money off of this. So Republicans make money off of pushing Republican. Well, the R's are saying, and D's make money the same way. Well, the Democrat party is saying, nobody from either of these douchebag parties makes any money talking about the biggest party in America independent voters, 60 fucking percent of America are registered independents. They don't want you to discuss, hey, what about that giant fucking massive group of people that dictate every election because they're the biggest? And you go, well, what about them? And you go, they support Trump by 15 fucking points over Biden. And you go, well, how much did they support Trump by last time? And they go, nothing. They supported Biden by eight. And you're like, oh, so that's like a 23-point swing? And you're like, "Uh uh-huh. With independent voters, it's roughly a 20-point swing. So let's see. We go 20 points from the independent voters. We go maybe another 10% from the I wish I would have voted Trump had I known about the Hunter Biden voters. Are we doing math yet? At this point, as far as I can tell, both the Republican and Democrat Party realize that they probably aren't going to be able to stop this man, not the like the right, you know, lawful way. And I think that they're just fundraising like fucking hell off of both of it. Like I think both sides are just like we are in so much trouble. We're in so much fucking trouble because we we have looked and we're finally starting to look at the actual mathematics of this. And we got a problem. We've got a fucking problem because I don't think if we, like, this is why they're launching the attacks now, by the way. By the way, if you actually thought that you could stop Trump in a general election, you would indict him next year. You wouldn't do it now. You gave him too much time to take everything you're doing 
and turn it around on you and punch you in the head with it. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? This doesn't even, strategically, it makes zero sense to launch these attacks now. If they had any brains, they would have continued to leak all of the, the, the criminality they think he was doing, but they already got to the finish. They already finished. And America's cleaning up. They're like, ew, the fuck? So you're, you literally punched yourselves out fucking 15 months before people have to vote? By the time this thing happens, imagine if he even gets half of these cases thrown out. Just for a moment, imagine the Miami one just gets tossed. The judge looks at it and goes, this is shit. Imagine the one in New York, they go, this is ridiculous. What happens, forget if they convict him. If they convict him, his numbers go higher. But what happens if he's found innocent and you add that to being found innocent on Russia collusion and you add that to being found innocent on two separate impeachment trials? What happens if they keep what? Everybody always looks at it and goes, oh, they're going to put him in jail, which will drive his numbers higher. But what happens if they publicly have to own that they were they lied and they got caught? It's a huge, it, it tells me they're desperate because the donors are out for blood. They're out for blood. And they're, I think that these indictments aren't about hurting Trump in the primaries or even putting him in jail. Oh my God. I think I just figured it out. There is a man. In Georgia, who predicts the future? Bounce, fuck it, no strictly. He's always fucking right, no strictly. You know me, use a wrong end. He reveals the truth, you won't accept. Relax, English, don't be silly. Bounce, the motherfucking no strictly. That's right. Tactically speaking, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Politically, you made him a martyr. You made him a sympathetic figure with minorities who can relate to a injustice system. You gave him a massive, you, forget what they tell you. They're like, he spent $40 million on legal fees. Okay, that's a lot of money. I'm not discrediting that. How much is he fundraising off of that? What if Democrats are trying to pacify donors? What if the reason that they did all of this way too fucking early, way too early, and weigh the wrong, what if they owed donors a pound of flesh? What if the donors are not coming back unless they can see some tangible results? What if that's why they don't give a shit how ridiculous the charges are? What if that was the deal they made? You give me as much money as I need to get into office, you do all the illegal shit that I want you to do, you know, you want me to do, and in exchange, I'll give you Trump indicted by the Department of Justice. But what if 
What if it wasn't about winning an election in 2024? What if it was just, this is all we've got and all we can do is try to scare him and intimidate him into quitting? What if that was the actual play? What if the play is simply, we'll indict him so much, let's see if this scares him away. What if we, we, we threaten to put him in prison the rest of his life and, and cost him everything financially? And what if Donald Trump went, <laughs> fuck you, and he kept going, and then you go, oh shit. What if, what if they couldn't get access to that big, dirty Soros money without showing results? You don't think that Democrat fucking evil twats who hate Trump don't have like an expectation of what Joe in the DOJ should be doing to him, regardless of whether it's legal or not? I think these people just punch themselves square in the dick in front of the whole country. Watch, I'm gonna make, we're gonna, you guys wanna do a little exercise? Watch this. Let me show you, you're Americans and you love this country. You're Americans and you love this country and you watch this show every day. And you don't miss it and you always are like, you're vested, you're heavily vested. I, I am here every day because I wanna find out what's going on in America and I want your opinions on what's happening. Tell me what's going on, Dilly. And you pay attention and you watch closely and you engage the chat. Okay, we'll do an exercise. All right, mm. everybody close your eyes. <laughs> or not. Focus though. I'm gonna show you a really cool exercise. They indicted Trump in April of this year. And then in June, and then in August. April, June, August. What was the top headline in April of 2022? Go. Quick, what was the top headline in June of 2022? Go. Don't Google it. Just what was it? How about how about a year ago? Year ago, what was the main topic I discussed on this show a year ago? What was the biggest news story that that's going to be the end of Trump now? What was it? Go. No, none of you are even close. That's what I'm saying. The biggest headline, the only one I can tell you definitively in June of 2022, the biggest headline was Roe v. Wade. That was the only one that was big in June of 2022. If you didn't say Roe v. Wade, then you don't know what you're talking about. April of 2022, good fucking luck. Guess it would have been the Russia-Ukraine war kicking off. And August would have been Mar-a-Lago raid. Do you see the fucking point I'm making though? You've got to try and carry forward a, a fraudulent bullshit. Like all of the energy they're going to get is going to come from that initial indictment. That's the big thing. They didn't get a fucking, they didn't get handcuffed Trump. They didn't get fucking processed mugshot Trump. Do you understand? Like the point I'm trying to make to you guys is, and you're obsessed with this. None of you got it right, and you're obsessed with what we do here. Imagine a normal American. Imagine a normal American, not you who watches this show or other shows like it every single day. Imagine a normal person that just walks past TVs, and you're going to be like, hey, give a shit about this thing. I have been harping on this for seven months and I've went on countless other people's shows and interviews and I keep hitting on the same topic that nobody wants to come back and realize. 
Joe's still in office. The economy is not improving. Things are fucked up. You still have 16 more months of this idiot taking the average person's life and crapping all over it. Do you think that they're going to give a shit about any of this stuff by the time it comes down to election day, November 5th, 2023? None of them will care. And what was once a small cult, as they call us, is going to be a full-blown American army voting on November 5th. Total silliness. Absolute silliness. I mean, it sounds crazy, but I, you guys, I think we got it right where we want him. I think Donald Trump is, I think he woke up today and his breakfast tasted better than any breakfast he's had in six months. I think he opened up that polling before this thing happened and he went, oh, and I want to get to that on today's show. We're going to talk about it. I think he just went, oh, <laughs> and he kept going. They're throwing haymakers at this point. This isn't even like tactical anymore where you're like, oh, wow, ooh, ooh. These are haymakers. <laughs> By the way, you guys like my shirt? Randy insisted I wear it today. I was like, okay. Like I said, yours will have a bigger dilly face on it because this one's a little small. It'll be slightly bigger, but the back will be the exact same. Look, I'll show you guys. Look, see, see? The back looks great. Ugh. Yeah, it's the new shirt. It's the new shirt. <sighs> yeah, I'll show it to you guys. Hold on. I got it right here. I'll show you guys the shirt real quick. This is the one I'm wearing right now. That's the shirt. Yeah, that's the shirt right there. I think it turned out awesome. Me and Randy were discussing this because people were like, oh, Dilly, it's white. It's going to get dirty. It's like, yeah, that's the point. It's, that's the point. I know you guys, I don't know if, what you were thinking. These are rally shirts. Think of it like a game day jersey. For all of you who have played football and you understand what I'm talking about, game day jerseys are meant to get dirty. Like, it, you should be embarrassed if your game day jersey isn't torn and has grass stains. Like, I want this to be a shirt you wear and you stain the fuck out of it. You get signatures on it. Like, it's a game day jersey. That's why it's white. I want you to wear this proudly to your rallies and I want you to identify each other. You guys can sign each other's fucking Dilly 300 shirts or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like take your pictures. But the whole point was I wanted something that actually showed, yeah, I stood in the sun or I fucking was out there. Dude, it was hot as shit. We were sweating. Yeah, it's, it's a, that's why. It's All right. Speaking of Rod DeSantis, we got to talk about something. And my good friend from, uh, from Rudy Giuliani's uh, show was texting me actually about what we're going to discuss next because this was all right so here's what happened okay and i don't feel like doing the story time intro i'm just going to tell you what happened here's what happened all right steve deese attacked rudy giuliani and miguel california saw it first and he fucking grabbed it and he came to the meme room a couple days ago and went look at this fucking bullshit and the memers we all went what the fuck he's like dude you can't you can't hit rudy and get away with that shit we were pissed. This is how it all started. We weren't, Deese was kind of like, whatever. He was not in our fucking crosshairs. 
until he went after America's mayor and he went after fucking Rudy Giuliani and Mike's like, man, fuck this shit. And I was like, I agree. And the memers were like, we're not having it, bro. We we're like, nah, we're not having it. He went after America's mayor, this fat little fucking squatty loser deece goes after a legend, a guy that fucking, he put the mob in prison for Christ's sakes. Steve Deese, the only thing he's done is put massive amounts of fucking food in his face. Which is also dangerous, but I digress. Point being, Deese goes after Rudy G and, uh, and Miguel Fornia's like, nah, son, nah. And the memers were like, nah, son. And then it started and it got ugly. It got really ugly really fast. We put out a couple of memes. Actually, we put out one, one actual meme, which I played yesterday on the show. And he thought it was over. But, dude, this, that one meme got him so upset. Oh, him and his producer? Him and his producer were crying all over each other yesterday on his broadcast. This dude, I thought he was going to have an absolute fucking meltdown. And he took a one-and-a-half-minute meme and turned it into a 45-minute fucking cry session with him and his lover on their broadcast. And we were laughing so fucking hard. I've never laughed this hard at anything, um, I don't think, in the last six months. It was hysterical. I'm going to play the first clip because it's a nine-part series. I'm not playing all nine. I'm going to play one. And I literally could not stop crying because the entire internet basically was like, this was like a meme that was sent to me, and I thought it was really funny. And you got Warlord Dilly and the Dilly Show meme team, and then fellow memers, and then you got Steve Deese, and, and it just proceeded to be an absolute stomping going on. And what was it all about? Steve Deese was so triggered. He was so upset that we had memed him. And, and look, his producer lost his fucking mind because... Ramble memed a kid, which is really funny. And you're not supposed to do it, <laughs> but it's so fucking funny. And he memed a kid, but it's not our fault. The producer has this weird picture and Ramble just played with it a little bit. Okay, we just, they played with it a little bit. So this is, so this one, that's the producer, by the way, in the white shirt. The guy doing his absolute best Jeffrey Dahmer impression that's Steve Deese, but the guy in the white who looks like maybe the guy that, that Dahmer raped before he ate him, that's his producer right there, okay? So, Ramble memed a kid, right? But we didn't put the kid's picture in there, right? You just took the kid, like if anything, Ramble saved this by keeping that child anonymous. <laughs> All right, so do you guys want to see how Steve Deese handled getting memed for the first time in his shitty, pathetic career? because nobody had ever bothered to uh, do anything like this for him before. He didn't take it well. He was super, super upset, and it might be my favorite clip of the year. What I'm about to say next is not a criticism. In fact, if anything, I think the DeSantis team should be doing this. What the Trump team did is recognize this. And so they created a bot army, basically fakes. What? Or people, or people willing to act as if they are, like drones. What? You're drones? You're all drones. And, and I'm going to tell you in a minute why I know that f how, for, uh, how this works for a fact. Don't do it, Steve. Don't tell because him. Because I bought this myself. Oh, no. You That's bought bots? Oh, he's so proud of himself. Um, there's what? two sides Fucking to nerd. this. There's the dark web side, and that's what? where these, you know, 
knuckle draggers, mom's basement dwellers. What? <clears throat> the MAGA what? version of Media Matters. Dark they did that stupid video. You know, Aaron mentioned it was me giving my pro-life testimony. They took an interview I did on a Christian television network, by the uh -huh, way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And what did we do? For Nefarious. What did we do after that? I did that? that for the Nefarious movie when it came out, and uh -huh. I shared my pro-life testimony and what the movie's about. So uh -huh. stop and think about how reprobate you have to be. Big time reprobate. I'm reprobating they to your video right interview. now. I think it's Daystar or one of those Christian networks. I did a, an hour-long interview with one of those Christian networks live when we released Nefarious. <laughs> I know. We they watched it. They took that interview. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And cut that, cut that up. Uh-huh. Where I'm talking of things that are holy, pure, and righteous. Totally. And attach that to some of the most vile, <laughs> subject matter, wicked evil, <laughs> Sir, human trafficking. I'm going to need you to have a seat uh, over here. <laughs> you, you know, child predator, <laughs> grooming. They attached it to that. While, of course, claiming to you that they are the people opposed to the groomers. <laughs> what? And hashtag sound of freedom. What? And then there's another group of these people, and some of them are names you will know. Oh, please. That are called influencers. What? And they're in this warp as well. <laughs> and these are people that are paid to promote things that Trump wants promoted. What? Or that they view as friendly to their belief system. <laughs> Both of these things are huge bot armies paid by Trump. You're and all bots. for two reasons. One is to promote Trump more than anything else, and two, to intimidate you into not promoting things that wouldn't promote what? Trump. That, this is why you see a lot of my peers will go after, and hey, I don't like, I, I, just last week, I went after some of the bedwetting on the DeSantis social media team myself, right? But this is why you'll see them go after them and say nothing about this stuff that you saw in Aaron's montage. Is he wearing highlighter? Go back to what I pointed out about the Cernovich thing. What? He's all over It the destroys place. your ratios. What? And we don't know who's real or not. We have no clue. <laughs> and all these clicks and all these and all these ratios get counted against us whether these people are real or not. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, this uh this fucking guy. <laughs> sometimes. You're doing great, Steve! She sucks dick sometimes. She sucks dick sometimes. She sucks dick sometimes. <laughs> she sucks dick sometimes. Oh my god, dude. Oh, this. Fuck. I've watched that video 10 times and I've never not laughed tears out of my face. I was laughing so hard when he called us reprobate. I was like, dude, I'm reprobating with your tears right now, bro. Thank you. Fuck, dude. Listen. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. He was so angry. He was so angry. And there's something about nerds thinking that they've got something. Because he's like, I'm going to tell you how I know. Oh my God, I also almost went full Ben Shapiro on him. He's like, I'm gonna tell you how I know. And this is how I know. And so let's explore what he just said in this clip. First, he has a meltdown because he can't handle a single, it was a one hitter quitter. It was a one hitter quitter. They fucking hit that dork with one meme and a 45, that was two minutes, dude. He did 45 minutes like this. The combination of Rudy Giuliani making fun of him, 
us making fun of him. And that's all. It broke him. He snapped. It was a one-hitter quitter. It was like, sata. He was like. Dude went down on one meme. I mean, it looks like he has a soft jaw. So I can't say that I'm surprised. Bro caught one meme. And here's the best part. Bro went down with from one meme from a girl. He went down from a Lauren Eve left fucking hook. That was a Lauren Eve left hook. Her and Mac. Bro, you went that you got a girl that knocked you the fuck out. You got knocked clean out by a girl meme, bro. Really? A girl meme took your fat ass out. Dude got laid out with a girl meme. With a little Machiavelli in the back shoving her. One meme, and it led to 45 minutes between one meme and one argument with Rudy Giuliani. And dude comes on the air and he's like, you're all fucking demons. You know what? I'm going to give you one more clip because this shit was so goddamn funny yesterday. And I think he thought that he was going to appeal to some moral authority that other people were like, wow, we see the world the way you do, fat ass. And they just didn't. Like, that wasn't the response he got. I think he thought the internet was going to come riding in and like, oh my God, this is terrible what they've done to Steve Deese. But they didn't. The internet rode in and was like, hey, dork, you suck. And then, and then it got even worse from there. It got way worse. Oh my God, I forgot to grab this one. Hold on. Fucking Phantom Shadow. I got a Phantom Shadow video. Hold on. I'm going to grab one more clip for you guys only because it is it is that damn funny. I'm going to show you his producer too. Why not? If we're going to body these people, we might as well body them all the way. All right, which clip was that one? That was the... How long was that? 254? Okay, so this is a different one. Dude, he did a bunch of clips where he was calling us demons and shit. Okay, that one's a demons one. That's pretty solid. Dude just lost his marbles yesterday. And I've never had more fun watching someone else's absolutely... And who the hell pays for this garbage show, by the way? Like, someone actually looks at that and goes, yeah, let's give this guy money to push shit. Are you serious? Like, this is the bar I'm trying to catch? This fat fucking nerd? Someone's giving this guy shitloads of money? Are you serious? To do what? I'll just never understand certain things. Like, have you seen the new Steve D show? It's like, no, why would I watch that? Why would anybody watch that, as a matter of fact? All right. All right, here's Steve Deese explaining how all of us are demons. I believe this is a demon clip. Let's check it out. I'm a demon. You're a demon. We're all demons. And then he'll give big pharma companies that have never brought a product to market billions of dollars in legal protection from the people they're about to poison like you. Because it's this idea that I alone can solve, as he has said many times, I, I can control this. I oh, can Trump. And you know what? You think things like that when you don't have the biblical worldview that Steve Noble was talking about last hour. Oh, okay. When you're just operating out of nothing but the flesh, you think things like that. Is this where he says he, that Trump can't control us? Is that what he's trying to get? Now, when you have a point? biblical worldview, you understand that kind of evil cannot be contained. It cannot be controlled. It has to be dismantled and destroyed. Oh. Maybe, hopefully, when they, when they um, put Donald Trump in handcuffs in Washington, D.C. here any day now, and then eventually put him in a, uh, you know, put him on trial and convict him of multiple felonies. Maybe at some point he'll get the picture. Oh, 
this is real. It's not a con. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a marketing campaign. <laughs> it's not even a. Poli- it's not even a political campaign, guys. It's demons. <laughs> Literally, it's demons, guys. It's demons. I mean, apparently Trump didn't listen to like any of these charismatic Pentecostal <laughs> ministers on his evangelical coalition team for the last few years. Okay. No one told him about demons. All right. <laughs> okay, I think he's talking about the Democrats, which, to be fair, I will concede that they are, in fact, demons. Unfortunately, he called us demons as well in a different clip. His producer, who you may recognize from this wonderful picture, as I just showed, he also had a really rough go at it. This is a man on the verge of tears. And since he wanted to talk shit about our meme, I'm going to zoom in. So you can get a full dose of how he feels. You guys all need to feel this one. In, in my time, you know, as an observer, socially liberal, fiscally conservative, one of the biggest lies and maybe most pernicious lies that I've ever heard because of this. There is no way to divorce wealth from morality. If you do so and, and expect that to continue, if you do so, you unleash a, an avalanche, <laughs> an it. avalanche of evil mm-hmm. upon not only your own household, <laughs> but upon the rest of the land. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's getting choked up. Why, why do people do evil for money? <laughs> for money, <laughs> what you just said. When you, when you divorce wealth from morality, you're going to incentivize immorality. <laughs> what? Period, end of sentence, <sighs> you're gonna say, you're that, and, and, and this is the issue Jesus Christ. with understanding as DeSantis said earlier this week uh-huh. we are a nation with an economy uh-huh. not a not a not a global economy <laughs> not one nation that's just hooked up to a global economy and by the way as an aside he needs to elaborate on that further I agree he needs to make that point far more often you guys definitely because know the people essentially what what, what people at the what people in Davos and Brussels think <laughs> is that you are a cog and you can be programmed and controlled into what- These are demons, guys. 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 These are demons. <laughs> it's weird because I don't feel like a demon. I feel pretty awesome, actually. You know, I feel kind of good. I don't know. I, I <laughs> Bro called his demons. He called, uh, let's see, he called, he said that uh, Rudy Giuliani was a demon. He called uh, Roger Stone a demon. He said that Laura Loomer was a lost soul. Uh, He referred to everybody. All of you guys are from the, and I know this is going to shock a lot of the grandmas that are in here that like to shit post on the internet on my behalf, but I need you to understand something. Steve Dace thinks you are a little demon. You are a grandma demon, according to him, because you're not real. The Dilly 300 is not real. The show's not real. I'm not even in front of you right now. This is a a pigment of your imagination. (laughs) I can't with this fucking guy. And you're wondering why. Why do DeSantis dorks who took the dirty money 
why are they having such a hard time right now? What is it that's happening around the globe and specifically in America that's got them shook? Well, DeSantis is on track to lose every fucking state. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Hey, can you guys tell me how many electoral votes do you got to get after you've lost every single state to the other guy in order to win the uh, nomination? Hey, guys. Hey, what's it mean when you lose every state? What's it mean when what what's it mean when you lose every state? And yes, I said pigment of your imagination. It was a joke. It was a joke about my early <sighs> trolling my chat will never get old. Yes, Trevor, pygmy demons. <laughs> hey, hey, Christina Pashaw, is this good? What do you get money for, Pashaw? What, how come you make money doing whatever the fuck it is that you're doing? What, I, I don't even have to be a part of what you're doing to know you suck at it. This goofy bitch. You know what, though? You know what, though? You guys need to watch out. Because the reboot is fucking on track. DeSantis 2.0? Scurry, everybody. It's so scurry. He's, having, he's off to a killer start this morning absolutely rocking it universal school choice in the state of florida we have <laughs> parents bill of rights in the state of florida it says parents parents have the oh that's better rod thank you that's a lot better thank you i appreciate that that fixed it yep that fixed it your speech is way better now infinitely yep no i'm loving it it's great that's no, better. This is much better. All right, let's see. There we go. Nope, the education and upbringing of your kids. Uh, you have the... Nope. Yep, that's still not it. You guys want to look at something? You guys want to look at something, right? Of course you do. You want to watch something. You want to watch something in slow motion. Universal school choice in the state of Florida. We have. Yep. Go ahead, Casey. Everything's fine. This is fine. Audio's a little bad, but it's okay. Audio's a little off. No big deal. Parents bill of rights. Why isn't the audio guy fixing this? You're making my husband look stupid. Parents. The Dilly meme team is going to grab this video. Please, for the love of God, fix his mic. What the fuck are you doing? Fix it. What are you doing? Get him a new mic. This is absurd. He looks ridiculous. The meme team's watching. Miguelifornia is videotaping this right now. Please. Please get him a mic. Miguelifornia is definitely going to watch this right now. And everyone on the internet's going to see my husband look like an idiot again. Uh-huh. laugh. Laugh harder than is necessary. All right, let's see. There okay, we go. Okay, oh, relief. Cross arms, not shitting pants. The education and upbringing of your kids. Uh, uh -oh. You have Hello, the... Hello, darkness, my old friend. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, we're not buying the fake... Uh, we're not buying the fake smile there, baby bear. Sorry. <coughs> yeah, that's... Uh, 
I could see I could see the absolute fucking terror on your face, babe. You're not selling me shit. No, no, no. Because you already knew. You were going to do a dumb thing, and then this was going to happen. We have... This, the, the idea they would be going after this, I mean, honestly, parents I see... Bill of Rights in the state of Florida as parents. <laughs> we like to troll. We do a little trolling. It's called We Do a Little Trolling. <laughs> All right, let's see. There we... The education and upbringing of your kids. Uh, you have the... Oh, Rod, all that donor money and you didn't properly vet the audiovisual guy. You didn't ask him who he's voting for all of the donor money. It never occurred to you. Hey, audiovisual guy, are you a DeSantis guy or a Trump guy? You didn't even ask, did you? That feels like a major mistake. I'm going to be honest with you. It feels like an error to assume that the audio Visual guy is on your team. Just overlooking the little people, right? Yikes. But then he went and had fun after this, you guys. Don't worry, he turned it all around when he went to get some ice cream. Try to protect Florida's governor's mansion. I know that you you stay there and you'd probably try to protect all of Iowa's irreplaceable history, just as we try to do in Florida. Like, you know, we have early 19th century French wallpaper, which is beautiful in the state dining room. It's supposed to be what Constantine saw when he landed in St. Augustine, right? Like there's this whole story behind how it came to be. made him serve ice cream who the fuck is planning this campaign donald trump walks in buys everybody ice cream desantis walks in they're like get behind the counter loser he's like no sir meatball tell them no 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 that's the first clip I've seen that made me feel bad for him. There's no way he agreed to do this and was like cool with it. Why would you make him serve ice cream to random people? Yes, Rihanna, they let barehanded booger fingers serve ice cream to people, yes. Why Donald Trump walks in with his suit and his fucking golden wallet and is like, Ice cream for everybody. And they're like, yeah. And then Trump hands him out. He's like, yeah, here you guys go. Please. And the workers are like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I know, I love you too. Who wants that? Who wants this? Oh, you want one of those? Here you go. Here's three. And they they got fucking DeSantis playing the drive-thru lady from Dude, Where's My Car? You got DeSantis in the drive-thru of Dude, Where's My Car? He's just like, I'll get a, with it. <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm playing it again. I didn't even know this existed. 
I didn't vet this clip. I'm seeing it for the first time with all of you. Try to protect Florida's governor's mansion. I know that you you stay there and you'd probably try to protect all of Iowa's irreplaceable history, just as we try to do in Florida. Like, you know, we have early 19th century French wallpaper, which is beautiful in the state dining room. It's supposed to be what Constantly on saw when he landed in St. Augustine, right? Like, there's this whole story behind that. Well, he's got gloves on. Boogie Fingies has gloves. He has gloves on. He has gloves on. Hey, 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 hey. He has gloves on, everybody. He has gloves on. He's got gloves on. It's fine. I saw the gloves. I'm not going to dog him. He had gloves on. He was being, they knew. They fucking knew. They're like, dude, he'll put a booger right on top of your chocolate fucking swirl ice cream. He's wearing gloves. He could have scored points with me if you'd have been like, all right, you want two scoops, don't you? And the lady's like, excuse me? Like, you want two scoops. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah, you do. I know you do. No. <laughs> yeah, you do. Listen, you're not going to have to say you want two scoops. Just kind of nod. Just kind of smile if you want a second scoop. I can tell you want a second scoop. What would give that away? You're fat as fuck. You want a second scoop? I know you're going to come back. Why stand in the line a second time? Just do it now. I'll get you a second scoop. Bro, why did that one lady take the ice cream hella fast and turn her back on him? She was like, yeah, thanks. Fuck off. She was like talking to Casey. She's like, thanks, huh? Put her whole back to him. Would you guys ever see anybody under any circumstance meet Trump, lose their shit, and then turn their back on Trump like he wasn't there? We're doing the play-by-play -play with this. Hold on. Volume goes down. We're going to half speed. Go. Boom, I got your ice cream right here. Yeah, I got you, lady. Back is all ready to him because she's not really that interested. She wants to talk to Casey. Rod's a dork. Back is, no, imagine somebody doing that to Trump. Oh, yeah, he's your husband. I can tell he's done this. Is this Rondamans? Thank you, sir. Appreciate that, Rondamans. Oh, almost dropped it. Just kidding. Anyway, back to my conversation, you useless dork. Wow, the disrespect is so fucking real. Would you ever see somebody do that? Just, yep, thanks, Trump. Later. Back to Trump. I want to chat with this goofy-ass woman over here. The, literally, the only people paying attention to him are people who are actually receiving ice cream from him. That The disrespect is so real for that guy. He looked a little at home, though, didn't he? You can see the rondiments behind him. He's like, you want peanuts? We got sprinkles. You like sprinkles? I have sprinkles. I feel like I told you guys, I just think he's in the wrong job. This happens in life. Sometimes you have a talent at one thing. You're really fucking good at it. And then for some reason, your wife or your path puts you down a different path. And you're like, oh, man, I'm doing the wrong thing. If you take DeSantis off the campaign trail and you put him in a rondiments and he's serving you ice cream with all, you, all the rondiment toppings, you're going to love him. He'll change your whole opinion. He might, eat, he might start out with like a Ronimitz kiosk inside of like a Bucky's. That's his favorite. Maybe you start off, maybe you start off at a Bucky's with the Ronimitz in the corner. And you go there and you work that for a couple of years and then you expand. Eventually get yourself your own, your own Ronimitz stand. Hmm? It can be done.
clap. Thank you, Al Gorbachev, for this meme. <laughs> Thank you, Al Gorbachev, for this meme. And mowing his balls for this one. so good such a good meme oh my god hey don't forget everybody these are demons guys these are demons guys <laughs> hey y'all come look at this what the trump team did is recognize this and so they created a bot army basically fakes or people or people willing to act as if they are like drones are demons guys <laughs> these are demons guys <laughs> these are demons guys oh, oh give myself a fucking headache laughing too much oh god i can't believe i get paid to do this god what a bunch of dorks oh god it's like high school all over again oh mm. Ooh. okay you know what let's talk polling because uh that's the only thing that's gonna matter. We gotta talk polling. Where are they doing? So yes, okay, 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 fine. He's on track to lose every state, all right? He's on track to lose every fucking state, all right? Fine. And you look at a place like New Hampshire and you think, well, maybe he can catch him. <laughs> but I don't think he can. <coughs> He's down 21. Now, hidden inside of the New Hampshire FEC filing was something that went under the radar. And one of our favorite people of the Dilly Show, the incredible Jason Miller, pointed out something yesterday on uh, social media that we had to go and actually confirm. Rob DeSanctus only had 28 itemized donors in New Hampshire last quarter. How has nobody in the media brought, written this up? Okay, Jason, I'm not going to do a write-up on this because that's not what I do. But I am going to dedicate a few minutes to this topic because I went and had the memers go ahead and confirm he was right. In the second quarter, Rod DeSanctus had 28 itemized donors total in all of New Hampshire. So when you're trying to figure out <laughs> if you're wondering why he sucks so bad, 
Uh, it might be because 28 people gave him money. 28 total itemized donors in New Hampshire. It was even worse. What was the other state? Iowa, he had 22. But Jay Scott went and he goes, actually, there's only 21. <laughs> Bruh, what? This one, even Jason wasn't trying to do fake news because Jay Scott went through it and was like, hey, man, I confirmed what Jason Miller's saying here. He only had 21, not 22. This is Iowa. This is why he can't put more than like 30 people in a room. This is why he had to drop the price on the drink of beer with fucking meatball nonsense to a dollar a person. Remember, it was 50 bucks a head. And people were like, nah, sounds kind of gay. And he was like, how about a dollar? They're like, a dollar for a beer? Okay, I'll drink a beer with anybody for a dollar. Dude was out there cracking beers for a buck, just trying to fill a room. 22. Real number was actually closer to 21. Don't worry. You know what? Let's check, because this is for our good friend Hogman, who I know is feeling neglected because I haven't done a lot of news today. And uh, you know what? Let's check how Trump is doing in Michigan. Dude, uh, yeah, I think you're gaining on him, DeSantis. <laughs> doing great, DeSantis. Surging in Michigan. <laughs> Fuck, you're absolutely surging. My God, Rod. Really doing well, bud. <laughs> I'm still trying to convince Hogman to abandon his vote for Hutchinson. That's where the 1% came from. But once we get Hogman on board, Trump will jump to 62. But right now it's 61. Doing really good, Rod. It's so, it's so weird. I gotta take that out, hold on. It's so weird that, it's so weird that the people of Michigan aren't, aren't connecting with that Sweater vest wearing fucking sleazeball lawyer from Florida. Man, really? You guys up there in Michigan, not big fans of the sweater vest crowd from Yale? Hmm? You know, the Yale thing? No? I thought that was their... I thought that was... Nothing connects with farmers quite like a guy who sucked cock through college, huh? Haha? <laughs> no? Oh, okay. Is that on a, th you don't? <laughs> this fucking thing. Wow. What an incredible, incredible campaign he's running. I don't know how MAGA will stop him. 22, uh, 22 people in Iowa gave him some money. 28 in New Hampshire. Big numbers. How is he doing nationally? Can we take a look at a national poll? Let me see if I can find a national poll. Hold on. I might have a national poll. I might not. I don't know. I was trying to grab. Oh, you know what? I have a, a better Michigan poll. That's what it was. I got a better Michigan poll because obviously the DeSantis uh, polling is garbage. So that's useless. But let's see how Trump is doing against Biden up in Michigan. Dead even. Dead even, which means Trump plus five. If you don't know what that means, it means Trump plus five. How is he polling in Michigan? Trump plus five is what that real number is. 
They're oversampling the shit out of Democrats and still dead even with Trump. Whoopsie. That is a problem. Why wouldn't it be a problem? Remember this, nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. The only way to save America is with Donald Trump. Every anxious thought. The harder the Washington establishment tries to separate Trump from the people, the tighter that bond becomes. Following your convictions means you must be willing to face criticism from those who lack the same courage to do what is right. Just like his two phony impeachments, his three phony indictments, he's gonna be found not guilty. like anything you've ever experienced and i love you guys we will get through this together but you've got to be super smart and super prepared if you do that we'll be just fine there you go isn't that good isn't that nice isn't that nice I thought it was nice because I like to take a good uh, nice one and juxtapose it with something savage. The other day, Bill Barr threatened to jump off a bridge if Trump became the nominee and wins the presidency. Then <laughs> soul memes decide to make this. People down here are starting to murmur that you don't have the balls to do it. I don't care. Yeah. I say you can do it. I mean, I don't want you to jump and say you have the capability. Oh, look, he's flying. <laughs> fly fat ass fly <laughs> that's what we need soul soul don't let my memes be dreams can we get that scene from uh fucking what am i thinking of what was that from clerks we need the what, what was it when he has what's his name trying to fly can we do that scene with bill barr as silent bob Fly, fat ass, fly! Remember what he's trying to... Is it, was it in Clerks or in Mallrats? Is that a scene from Mallrats? It is Mallrats! Yeah, dude, that's what we need. We need we need that scene from Mallrats when Silent Bob... Dude, yeah, thank you for remembering that, Jay Scott. I thought it was... I knew it was... I was like, is it Clerks or Mallrats? It is. It's Mallrats. Please make that happen. God, that's such an underrated film, by the way. That is like, dude, is there anything fucking grosser than stink palm? I'm having like a total 90s moment right now. I don't even care. Remember Mallrats? God, what a good movie. What a good movie. There's some great films. Underrated. Mallrats. It's one of the best. It's a good movie. What was the other one I'm thinking of right now? Hold on. There's another one I'm thinking of. What was the one where they, they fucking, uh, the people got addicted to like virtual reality? Remember that? They had to put the, the thing on top of the head. Trevor, remember? Trev, what's that movie? It was a 90s sci-fi film, like mid, early 90s, maybe 93. Remember they had to put the thing on the head and then they, they got addicted? 
God, it was a great movie. There's a bunch of these films from the 90s. It was so underrated. It was around the time Mallrats came out. It was a good film. <laughs> Not, was it Scanners? Is that what it was? Scanners? There's a bunch of them. Lawnmower Man was good, too. No, not New Jack, Jack City, no. <laughs> I love you guys. Oh, dude, we were so off the reservation today. It's a good day, dude. I don't know what to tell you. It's a good day. Donnie J is fucking resilient. We're fucking resilient. Ain't nobody getting demoralized. We just get galvanized. Like, all right, cool. We'll just make better memes. Meaner. More aggressive. Why is it that Fox and Friends refuses to put up all of the polls where I'm beating Biden and DeSanctimonious is getting clobbered? He's also down to me by 40-plus points and not coming back. No wonder their ratings are way down. Yeah, Fox sucks. They do. I mean, it really is. It's, it's a, they're DOA also, man. Just gone. That's okay. I'll take their viewership. People need to laugh again. President Donnie J still going. Oops, here we go. Crazy. My political opponent has hit me with a barrage of weak lawsuits, including DA, AG, and others, which require massive amounts of my time and money to adjudicate. Resources that would have gone into ads and rallies will now have to be spent fighting these radical left thugs in numerous courts throughout the country. I'm leading in all polls, including against Crooked Joe, but this is not a level playing field. It is election interference, and the Supreme Court must intercede. MAGA. Agreed. Great point. Totally. Totally. Trump was on a heater on Truth Social, though. Biden and Garland filed bogus cases against me, so it becomes difficult for me to campaign. Nothing like this has ever happened before. Must be unconstitutional, hmm? But somehow, we will win it all. Yeah, we will. You will win it all, Donnie J. Trump. It's gonna happen. And then there was this gem, and out of all of the things he said on True Social... This might have been my favorite one of them all, and I laughed my ass off when I read it. Ready? Considering the fact that I had to fly to a filthy, dirty, falling apart, and very unsafe Washington, D.C. today, and that I was then arrested by my political opponent, who is losing badly to me in the polls, Cricket Joe Biden, it was a very good day. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Trump. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, aside from this, aside from that whole, woo, 500 years in prison, it wasn't a bad day. It was a good day. It was actually a really good day. I had a great day. I fucking love Trump. The levity, the levity. You smile in the face of evil, and it makes evil go bonkers. This is why we spend so much time laughing on this show. And they're like, oh, I'm going to scare you. We're going to, whoa, we're going to ruin your lives. We're going to mess up your gas and money. You're like, uh-huh, I know. Yeah, I know. You're going to do all the things you always do. Yep, you're going to put my favorite person, my favorite per, uh, you know, president in jail or threaten to at least. Yeah, we get it. You're going to run nothing but nonstop bullshit woke country on the television. Oh, boogity boogity. Oh, no, you're going to make food prices super expensive. Okay, I guess I got to eat less and lose weight and eliminate some of the things I was doing with my diet. Thank you, government. Oh, you're going to just devalue my money and make everything more expensive. All right, I guess I just have to spend more time with my family and my friends doing simpler things like fishing. Okay. 
all right, fine. I guess I'm going to be less superficial now, thanks to you, government. But what I'm not going to do is not support Donald J. Trump. So swing and a miss. Go fish. Try again. Still not landing. I'm, I don't know what to tell you. Now, this next story is going to really, this one's going to really boggle your mind. I don't know how this is happening. I really don't. Listen to me. One of our senior members of Congress has finally made a very responsible decision for her family. She has ceded control of everything. That's right. The senior most member of the Senate has given up total control of her money, of her health, of her care, everything, except for how she votes regarding your life. That she thinks she's still capable of doing. Diane Feinstein, 90 fucking years old, and from what I can tell, died nine months ago and they brought her back to life, cedes power of attorney to her daughter, but still serves in Congress. She's still staying in the Senate. She is one of the most powerful votes in America and she doesn't wipe her own ass. Zero chance she wipes her own ass. Very low likelihood she feeds herself. Doesn't change her clothes. Her daughter will now make all decisions for her except for how she votes for the American public. How is this real life? <clears throat> how have we not put in term limits yet? Is this what we want? You guys want representatives quite literally passing away in the middle of a vote? I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm that Now that it's coming out of my mouth, it sounds kind of funny. All right. Fuck, I was going to make some really good point and be like an adult. And then I realized how awesome that would be. Senator Feinstein. Senator Feinstein. Senator Feinstein. Senator Feinstein. Senator Feinstein, how do you vote? Senator Feinstein. Senator Feinstein, how do you vote? Senator Feinstein. Dude, how does it work? Do they just body bag her up and move her? Is this what you plan on doing, evil Democrats? You just start having members just fucking going out the hard way. Oh, I can't wait to see it on C-SPAN. They're going to rub her back. Is she asleep? She's no longer with us. How does, how does Senator Feinstein vote? Can you give me her vote, please? Just some fucking 25-year-old staffer. She's no longer with us. That's what we're going to do? This is the plan? How many of these are we going to get in a row? You got no dignity? Just going to let her pass on shit herself right there in the fucking chamber of House of Representatives? <laughs> 
Hmm? You gonna let Nadler stroke out? Fucking eyes roll back in his head? Fall out of that chair? Rigor mortis set in on the House of Representatives? This is what we're gonna do? That's the country we're in now? We don't, we're not a country of dignity where elected members recognize that they're slipping and they need to step down and allow somebody younger and more probably spry and alert to take over. These power-hungry cunts are so obsessed with maintaining their control over the planet, they'd rather die in front of you and me so we can all point and laugh. And I will. You won't see a single fucking tear shed unless I'm laughing. I will mock all of them if they die on camera voting. I'll never stop. I'll build it into the fucking outro. It'll be part of my outro. I'm gonna have Phantom redo the outro and just fucking, hey, dude, I need a whole thing. I'll do it every show until I'm no longer doing this show. This is what they're gonna do. Like, none of them has any interest in being like, you know what, I can't do this anymore. Someone else take over. God, I was going to totally stump for the idea of like, of having term limits. But now I kind of want them to stay. You know what I insist on? I insist that Dianne Feinstein doesn't fucking leave until Trump's back in office. Because I think he actually might cause at least half of the Senate to stroke out right in front of us. Do you know how fucking funny it would be to have DJT given a State of the Union address? And just drop like three members of the house. He's talking his shit. Make America great again. They're like. I would donate a thousand dollars instantly to whatever Trump wanted me to donate to. If he could like finish off three or four of these cunts with a fucking speech. Just let him stay on. Stay on. Don't leave Feinstein. I dare you. Stay on. I believe in you. You can do this. Keep voting bad. I don't care. I don't care. Vote for the fucking destruction of America. I don't give a shit. I just need you to stay on long enough to be sitting in the fucking frame when Trump is giving a State of the Union address and you that's when you can punch your ticket. I, I think they should all have to stay on. I hope none of them can leave. That's the new thing. Fuck dignity. I want you all pooping your pants and stroking out in front of the whole country. Ugh. Jerry? Jerry, are you okay? Uh, somebody get water. Uh. Fuck it. That's better than anything I could have imagined. You guys all, you guys are morbid. You guys wanted that like capital punishment shit. Fuck that. Let them just have to sit there through Trump winning again. Uh. <laughs> Same thing with Nancy. Nancy shouldn't get to leave. I want to see Nancy visibly pouring vodka in the fucking House of Representatives. I insist. We have earned this. I have earned the fucking opportunity to see Nancy Pelosi just. <laughs> you guys really distracted me today. I gotta bang out your Q&A hella fast now. Kids are back in school, dude. I didn't even fucking, I forgot I have to pick up a kid. Totally, I forgot I even had a kid. I got kids. They get out of school soon. It's the first day of school. Totally forgot. <clears throat> but you got questions and I have answers. So let's get to this real quick. I'm going to knock these out hella fast. I'm sorry in advance. You guys know what happened. 
Hey, buddy. Super happy uh, for you and your accomplishments. Respect to the team. I was watching a show Wednesday. Roseanne Barr was a guest. She said Hunter is on the laptop with Obama's daughters. Yeah, but you can't. It's nothing inappropriate there. There's, yeah, no. There's, listen. The only thing I can warn you about any rumors, the meme team and Garrett Ziegler from Marco Polo went through that whole thing. Now there's more than one laptop, but on the laptop that has been circulating, to the best of my knowledge, there is nothing that shows overt sexual stuff with anybody underage. Now, is it implied and inappropriate? There's some stuff that's a little questionable, okay? But I wanna clarify, there's nothing on there According to everybody I've talked to who's actually poured through the entire thing, there's nothing on that that laptop that shows like what amounts to like kitty porn or anything like that, okay? So I can't confirm whether the Obama kids are on the laptop. I haven't heard that, but you know, maybe, I don't know. I haven't heard that. I can only tell you that Garrett went through that whole thing and itemized it and organized it. And obviously nobody in their right mind is going to circulate anything with like, it's, it's a felony to even see that stuff. So yeah, it's a felony to even be in possession of, of something like that. So no, yeah, that's not, I don't think that's true. And yes, there is more than one laptop. Uh, let's say the RNC succeeds in removing Trump from the Republican ticket. Could he say change to a third party? They won't, and yes, he could, but no, that won't be a problem. Who did the opener meme on today's show? One of them was, oh, this is from two days ago. Oh, I don't remember. Sorry, American Pete. I don't know who did the opener two days ago. Apologies. Oh, one person said to me from a couple days ago, they were on Murdoch Lake in Maine. That was one of the lakes we were talking about. Uh, other from Fortnite, what video games do you play with the boys? Just Fortnite. I don't really have an interest in learning new games. I don't have that kind of time. Uh, I understand Trump being under contract with True Social. I don't know if that's true either. But would he reach a wider audience with Twitter? Maybe. I don't think he needs to. Everything he's doing right now is working. I don't think Donald Trump needs to do anything different right now from a social media standpoint. He will, but not. I don't think it's, there's any urgency. Brendan, do you remember the time Josh sent in a dirty joke and the question was, what's the hardest part of a vegetable to eat? And the answer was the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Um, Josh is the best. We love Dirty Truth. Dude, he's funny. He's a funny motherfucker. Uh, Dear Dilly, Carrie Lake said that the Republicans should decertify the 2020 election and reestate Trump. Is that even possible? I don't think so. I mean, I like the idea, but I don't know. I don't know how you go about doing that. I'm also not an expert on that, but I, I think it's a little late in the game to to do that. I think the I think the real game is something else. I don't think it's that. When you buy a car, is color ever an important factor? And do you have a favorite color you lean towards? Yes. It depends on the car. Luxury cars I like in either black or white. Sports cars, I insist on them being exotic colors. Reds, blues, oranges, greens. It just depends on the car. That's my personal preference. Um, what is the difference between being spiritual and a religious person? 
for me anyway, I don't attend any formal kind of like uh, religious gatherings. That's, that's what is different for me. I don't know. I don't know what it means for other people. All I know is I have a relationship with God and I'm super comfortable with that relationship and I talk to God all the time and I feel like God answers me a lot and I pray a lot and I ask for forgiveness a lot. And for me, that's being spiritual. Um, you know, so that's kind of how I operate, but I don't really know. I don't have it. I feel like I'm not versed enough in religion to really be able to make the distinction. But for me, that's it. Um, was Julio Cesar Chavez at the top of his boxing career for the longest? No, he was great. But Floyd Mayweather has been on top of his game and never got beat. Floyd is undefeated. He's the most uh, technically sound boxer in the history of the sport. There's a reason Floyd's never lost. And he kept fighting well into his 40s. Brendan, can you sign my Dilly Rally shirt before you ship it? Uh, no promises. Only because like, it's a, that's a whole thing. I, I don't want to even want to open that can of worms. It's not that I don't want to do that. I think what you need to do is you need to wear the rally shirt and I'll try to attend a rally you're at and I'll sign it there, bro. It'll mean more. Has anyone actually seen Crooked Joe in a motorcade? Yes, I have. Remember they ran some people over. They ran over their own people. They ran over like a motorcycle and shit, remember? Uh, what is the overtime music? Uh, Randy made it. She could answer. I think it's... I think it's... Uh, what you would call it though? Hold on, I actually do know that. Miguelifornia knows. Mike, it's an 80s band, isn't it? Hold on, Mike knows the answer to this. The overtime music is, um, what you would call it? It's a, uh, starts with a D. I think it starts with a D. Does it start with a D? It's Dio. Rihanna says it's Volbeat, but that's Dio. Isn't that Dio? Hold on. No? Isn't that isn't that what it is? No? Let's get ready to rumble! Oh, it's Volbeat. Yeah, you're right. The best no, it's Volbeat. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's Volbeat. She's right. I thought it was Holy Driver, but it's not. Oh, that was the double overtime video I used to have. Yeah, sorry, I got confused. I got confused. That was the double overtime. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, I was thinking of the double overtime video that we don't have anymore. We retired it. Okay, let me see what else I got here. Try to get these all done. Uh, let's see. Uh, Brendan, your Led Zeppelin tweet has my nugget thinking. How do we bring that back? People have to play music again. Um... I don't know how you bring that back. I'm not a musician. I only know that you have to encourage people to create. And that's what I'm trying to do. All right, I'm done. I'm going to be late to pick up my kid. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless President Donald J. Trump. <laughs> I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll be back on Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of the Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. And there might be a special meme at the very end of the show. Keep your eyes peeled. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. 
We're not gonna get calmer as years go by. We're gonna get more fired up. We're gonna want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.